0: And perspectives. A couple that survives. He's
2: kind of like an imp- impetuous guy. In, in many ways, that's great. In some ways, it's tough when you're married.
0: What leads them back to each other? Communication, conversation, and a realistic outlook on the world we live in. Your hosts, Anthony and Deirdre Scaramucci. This is Mooch and the Missus.
2: So I was driving last night, and I think there was a full moon. Almost a full moon, or maybe tonight's a full moon, but it's definitely a full moon because two things. Got- we're on time. Yeah. We were actually early, mm-hmm. both of us. We bumped into each other at the Starbucks, which mm-hmm. never happened. I saw you
1: come out of the car looking particularly hot. There were like three guys walking out of the Starbucks and they all did the head snap. Yeah, you're looking really? particularly hot. Okay.
2: That's good mm-hmm. to know. Yeah. I will blow you out of the water. Yeah, of course. I know no, um, not this week. Not this week. I, um, somebody this else week. already did that. They took care of it for
1: me. <laughs> Someone else blew me out of the water this week. Yeah, I don't know if it's just a weekly thing. It could continue.
0: But Your favorite president, Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh if he's God. Deirdre's
1: favorite president, though. Miss, Mrs. Mooch is not liking that.
2: Well, I don't think anybody, so, any wife has had a bigger I told you so yeah. than I do this week. All
1: right, so what do you want to say?
2: Well, no, I'm not going to go there, but I'm just saying like... If only Anthony listened to me in 2016, we wouldn't be sitting here today. But maybe we wouldn't be sitting here today doing this podcast, so
1: that's... I don't know. We probably wouldn't be doing the podcast, but we'd be having fun doing other things. But hey, look, I mean, uh, we're here now. What are the lessons learned, baby? Mm. You know, what are the lessons learned? People listening to this thing, it's a political podcast, relationship podcast. What's the lessons?
2: Well, unless it's your spouse... You should never put all your chips in one basket because.
1: Okay. Lesson number one. Yeah. Yeah. You said, but lesson number two politicians are uh, mean spirited, ruthless people well, by and large. There's a sub.
2: Right? Yeah. So right. there's a 1A, which right. is especially right. if it's a politician. Right. Because they. Mm-hmm. Couldn't care less if you lived or died. All they want is your green right, team. Right. No, if
1: we, if there you have was. money and your time. If, if that cat had a cold and there was a Kleenex there and the two of us had to die for him to use the Kleenex, we're dead. I mean, and that's just the truth. Let but, me just
2: tell you this much. Well, whatever.
1: I mean, you know, look, I don't want to be a never trumper, though. Just, no, I'm not no, going to go with You don't into,
2: have to be a never yeah, trumper. Yeah, and yeah. I just want to say mm-hmm. this much. Um, He's actually given you more credibility by yeah. publicly dissing you because whoever he does that to um, goes up a notch in everyone's book because we know that he is a crazy, pathological um, nutbag, well, that's what I think, who denies knowing people that he has a personal relationship with and has had a personal relationship with.
1: Yeah, well, that's all his signature moves. You, you beg me like a dog. He didn't really know me. He's not responsible for Okay, so for what anything. I'm saying
2: is it, it gives you... Street cred, because we all know that he's fibbing, or whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. it, Mm -hmm. even though you gave him time, money, effort, um, loyalty, and you tried to do what a real friend does, which is give honest feedback, Mm -hmm. um, and not in a critical manner, but in a way that's constructive, and it wasn't received well, and that means he's a huge baby with thin skin, and he's the biggest crybaby on planet Earth.
1: But... But but you know, you often give me a lot of critical feedback. So And you I don't take, and, and you know what? I have well,
2: I have to say this about you. I'm not as good as receiving at receiving things like that, especially from somebody I care about, because I'm like, oh God, that really makes you it forces you to, you know, self reflect and adjust. And if there someone who loves you is telling you that it's probably the truth and it's probably something you need to pay attention to. When I give you any sort of criticism for the most part you um take it to heart and you try to adjust or make a change i think that is a sign of a big person and he obviously doesn't have any of that in him and he's absolutely pathetic and i would say it to his face because now he's attacked my family Mm -hmm. and i think he's no better than you he's no smarter than you Mm -hmm.
1: well yeah i mean he's got there's
2: nothing better about him than than you and so who is he right. to say that about you? Well, you know?
1: listen, I mean, so he's, he's been given this license. So so unfortunately, very predictable outcome. Uh, you have to pass a 100% litmus test in order to be part of his disciples, in order to be one of his acolytes. And so they're all falling in line. This woman, Mercedes Schlapp, uh, last night on um, Martha McCallum. She says, I'm a loser. You? Yeah, you know, she calls me a loser because... Uh, and I terrorize wow. people in the White House, and I have a horrific management style, and I'm all about myself. So, you know, but she would love a job at Skybridge where the people have very long duration. We pay 100% of their health care, and uh, people, you know, very low attrition rate at Skybridge. And so, uh, and then I'm getting texts from people inside the White House that actually worked with me saying, This is ridiculous. You were very nice. You're just trying to bring people no together. No offense, but. You I mean,
2: have never terrorized anybody in a workplace. Never. You're probably one of the easiest people yeah, yeah, to work
1: for. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, people have worked with you I for mean, two or three I mean, you can decades, be but, a
2: little bit, you know, unpredictable, and, you know, you definitely are unique, oh, have a unique style, a busy. but you...
1: No, yeah, but I tell people the truth, and, I, and you know, if they at that time, many of them were leaking on the president, so I was like, okay, look, if you're going to leak on the president, I'm going to fire I was there
2: with you. Him. Also, your personality was a little bit different at that time. You were a little bit different, so maybe, you was know, Smug,
1: arrogant, what? pissed
2: yeah i think you were uh had a big head yeah i think you Less were self-aware no question yeah. No, i've eaten
1: think... i've eaten crow over the last right that's two why we don't need years. to go there
2: but maybe he had no a de- no you but know. i
1: think it's i think it's i think it's made me more aware it's like as an example i'm in a twitter war with the president of the united states just think about how surreal and ridiculous that is but i have been successful in detaching my emotions from it Whereas three years ago I would have not been able to do that, which is why I had that slip up regarding uh, Steve Bannon. Right. Uh, but but Mercedes Schlapp,
2: she needs is, a slap across the face. Yeah,
1: it's sort of weird because I always liked her. I never worked with her inside the White House, but now she's calling me a loser, and that's she's trying to presidential, get in his. Yes, his of course, good. that's presidential language. So I right. tweeted back to her very nicely. I said, uh, "You seem nice when I met you. Call me when the spell breaks. You know, because you're now trapped in that spell, right?" <laughs> Um, and I get that. And then you That's have. That's
2: what I thought about you in 2017. Okay. Fair
1: enough. I, I fair enough. You this were nice been...
2: when I met you. Call me when the spell breaks.
1: Okay. So I called you the minute the spell <laughs> broke. I called you. Okay. Look at you having fun with yourself over there, <sighs> Laughing and so forth. Stephanie Grisham, she's the press secretary. Always liked her. She's a very good person. She says that um, I'm embarrassing and blah 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 all the stuff that she's supposed wow. to say.
2: Okay, you're spending way too much time online. I am. I you am. would have less wrinkles and be so much happier today. Okay.
1: Do I have a lot of wrinkles?
2: No, but you would I look like pretty, you would I'm look like could. a thirty-year-old if you would stop reading these people's comments. I can't comments. move my forehead. But why I think are I think you? Re- I think re- pretty, why are you wasting your life reading these comments from yeah, people that mean nothing to you? Yeah,
1: because I'm stupid, and human. But all right. Well, let me ask you this. Let Anthony's you like this.
2: a kid. Last night, I asked him to lay with our five-year-old to put him to sleep. I said, "Can you just lay with him? Because I have to go put the baby to sleep. Just let me shut the lights off. Put your phone down. Can you just lay with him for Busted. like?" A minute, like, Busted. can you just you know cuddle with him? Definitely. So I waited outside the door for thirty seconds. I went back in like a mom, and who's on his phone under the covers? Like, oh my god, Busted. reading Mercedes Schlapp's comments. Like, put it down. You'll be, be You'll be better. You'll be best.
1: Yeah, yeah, be best. I got to be best. Okay, oh my so, god,
2: I would love to meet up with her right now.
1: Right. Well, she's trolling him with that, right? You know that. That that's a that's a. She oh, and
2: you're stretching this. You oh. think Melania's trolling him would be best?
1: Well what do you think it's about then? He's the bully and cheese. No, she had to come Oval up with office. that's
2: why she had to come up with something that was like trying to make it seem like she gave a shit and that was what she went with. No, but, but
1: I mean it hasn't had any impact on her husband.
2: Well I feel best really movement. bad for her. Yeah. He's got to be a bear to freaking live with, I have to say. She's yeah. probably so happy that he's distracted because she could just do whatever. I mean,
1: look, I, th- I find I find, it, I find it crazy, but we're here now. Uh, chances are he gets reelected. Don't you agree with that?
2: I don't know anymore. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, I, yeah I think the fatigue no is setting
1: in. Okay, so a lot of the know. people— It's
2: still 15 months away. Yeah, a lot of people God only are, knows what he could do between now and then. The fatigue is
1: setting in, so maybe people— He
2: could do great things, or he could turn right. this whole thing even more right. upside down. Right. I don't know. Right, so—
1: We have a couple of questions here. Um, Do you think that the president, this is for Mrs. Mooch, uh, he eventually turns on everyone and soon he will turn on the entire country. Do you you agree with your husband?
2: Who is it? I mean, that's what you wrote in your tweet.
1: Yes. So do you agree with that, Mrs. Mooch?
2: I mean, so theoretically, I don't think he'd ever, like, turn on the country and become some sort of, like, rogue villain or something like that. But he in many ways has already turned his back on the country because he's doing what's best for him versus what's best for everybody who lives here. It's literally the Trump show. It's all about him, not about anybody else. And so that in many ways is very negative and very terrible for all of us. But I do believe, yes, a thousand percent I think he turns his back on every and anybody at any given time. I don't think there's one ounce of A molecule inside his body that is loyal to anybody and if you piss him off and you do something that he thinks makes him look bad you're done and it's at a drop of a dime and he never looks back and i don't think he cares about anybody literally i'm telling you this from i mean i pretty have pretty good sense of people i think he has absolutely no love or affection for one single person on this planet but I don't know. Maybe you think something different. But no,
1: I mean, but look, I mean, he's a politician. Politician's are supposed to be ruthless. I mean, no, but that's does that not make a him politician. effective? That, or, that um, is him know? as
2: a human being, okay? Right. Michael Cohen, whether, I, I don't believe, I don't, I think a lot of the things he did for Trump were very wrong and he should have said no. But at the same token, now the, the guy is sitting there in jail and Trump is denouncing him. Like, he never mm-hmm. even, they were like everywhere together all the time. So, he will take some a, a, a long-standing relationship and throw it into the fireplace and, or the wood chipper and say he never knew you. Mm-hmm. So you could give him everything, right. and you get nothing back.
1: Right. Well, I mean, everyone's experiencing that. So I mean, you know. So it, yes, you know, he would do
2: that to anybody. Several
1: cabinet former cabinet members that I spoke to last night after the Anderson Cooper interview, they were like, "You could have like a 100% basketball with you. team." They're just trying to figure out if they're going to come of out. People, or
2: not. if mm-hmm. you compiled all of the people he's gone after. You right. could have like an army and no, people. It's definitely a football it's, like team. Crazy. It's, not, it's
1: not just a basketball team. So, um, you know, you read in the paper over the weekend, many people on Long Island that are Trump supporters, mm-hmm. they were, they're closet because they're afraid they're going to lose business uh, if they speak out. Um, so what is it about him? He's just created this emotion. This is what's called Trump derangement syndrome, right? That the people are just over the top emotion about, wow, this guy's a super bad guy. And so they're just consumed with it, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So that's affecting people. You've spoken out about the hypocritical issue. If politics become so toxic that you can't express yourself anymore. Or is it a litmus test on friendships? It it has become, unfortunately, a litmus test now on friendships. You know, And in the president's defense, he's getting slaughtered in the media. So I get the fight back. I just don't understand the personal attacks coming from the presidential Twitter feed against his... Fellow citizens, that's the thing I don't get. I've always said that. And by the way, people are saying, "Oh, well, you just broke this Friday or Saturday." It's totally not true. I have expressed ten or fifteen different things, including writing an op-ed in the Hill about the press not being the enemy of the people. It's not like I I haven't disagreed with them. I'm not a a Trump apologist, but I just think it's one bridge, one step too far. So, so. So this
2: is so funny. Like we have a tweet from one of our listeners. Mariana Moravi, I think Mm -hmm. her name is, and Mm -hmm. it says, we love you guys. Please make peace with Trump. Oh, my God, what happened? I'll pray. What happened is there's no making peace with somebody like him, and he is going after us. So there's nothing that we can do. Now we just have to live and go on our merry way and hope he does the right thing for the country. I think he's done a terrible injustice to himself because I know I'm probably biased, but I think Anthony is one of the more eloquent, educated, intelligent people he has speaking on his behalf. But I guess that doesn't really matter to him because he's fine with his communications director going on the record and calling Anthony a loser. So I guess he's fine with any type of talk. So you don't need intelligence or eloquence. But were, were So you, those he, people that feel badly about the falling out, I mean, that's not how you wanted it. So
1: when the tweet came into the tweet box from the Lunatic mm-hmm. in Chief, we were at Craig's having mm-hmm. a meal, right?
2: Mm-hmm. That's a restaurant in L.A. Yeah, so a restaurant Anthony LA. thinks everybody knows what that is. So he's like telling the driver, oh, I'm going to go to Craig's. And they're like thinking, oh, like, okay, like maybe that's okay. his friend Craig. My I don't bad. know. Like, um, my bad, my bad. Can you okay. drop me off at Craig's and then a- after Craig's take me to L.A.?
1: I love my wife. I love the fact that, you know, she, she. I could be sensitized or partially bruised here and there but she's going right for the nutsack <laughs> right here in the middle no of the i just laughed okay, so like the I, other day I, when yeah. you were
2: calling people up saying can you give me a ride to craig's and they were like well who's this craig guy all
1: right well well that's when the tweet came in yep. and so your reaction to it was you were upset about it or what would you
2: No, i only thought it was a matter of time and right, you me had too. like that weird witchy esp that day right. we were sitting around it's, it's coming today i and can you feel were it like yeah. Yeah, "Yep, it's coming today he's because- gonna see He's going to—it's only a matter of that, time. That cause,
1: that we're having too much fun on the Bill Maher show. It's an entertainment show. No, but maybe. it wasn't even about that. It's just yeah.
2: because I think probably five or six times you were on a show and you expressed discomfort or, you know, a dislike for the right. go back to well, your— Well, no, but I said that you the came from taking and, pictures
1: with your thumb up in the air like it's a fundraising luncheon with an orphan baby— I said, it's just a bad visual. You know what
2: really bothers me about him? This is not like a therapy session, but I love how he takes credit for everybody's life and their success. Like, you had a very well-established career and company before you had anything to do with him. If anything, you gave up your whole life to help him, and you were on TV for six years before you even had anything to do with him. Seven. But you're- And I hosted a television show. Correct, but he made you. Right. Like, come on. You know what? Whatever. I right. just can't stand that. Well, that's that. what he
1: does. That's the fear. So, but fear?
2: What, do you, what is he fear? No, fear? no. What, what? I think yeah,
0: he should stay where he is.
2: Yeah, I yeah, think well, he we, should stay we, where he we is. We
1: should definitely stay where I am. But but, but the fear basis that he's creating, that's part of the design of a demagogue. So he's got people that hate his guts in Washington, but they're afraid to say anything because of what afraid he's afraid of. They don't... I mean, come on. They they don't want to take incoming from the presidential Twitter feed and they don't want them Do you on think the tarmac. Anyone I mean, I think it's sort of seriously? funny. Seriously,
2: Do you think because he said that about you, anybody's going to believe that about you?
1: No, I think it's actually funny. At this point, I think it's become a badge of honor. Some of us who have worked for him that have taken incoming like this, we now think it's a badge of honor. In the beginning, it was a little unsettling for some of the people. Yeah, but
2: it's like— it wasn't
1: unsettling for me because I predicted it and I was ready for it. But, right, but, but it's,
2: it's his constant and predictable mm-hmm. thing now. Like the day that he dissed and dismissed you on Saturday, mm-hmm. someone happened to post online today on Trump's Twitter feed he took out. And it was like, you— um, Joe Biden, Joe, yeah, everybody, everybody right, every, like yeah, yeah everybody on the whole planet Earth, yeah. you know, Bill Maggie Mar, Haberman, Bill, Bill Maher, you right, name. There were right. literally nine or ten people and countries and places. It's like so, so it doesn't mean anything. It's like if I, it's like I always yell at you right. because. I always say, stop telling everybody you love them, because when you tell it to me, I feel like it's less than, you know what I mean? Okay, so I took that coaching. Right. But I'm saying, when you spread something around so much, whether it be an I love you or an I hate you, it takes away the power of it because it's so common. Right. So that's what he does. It's so common that no one even cares.
1: So let me ask you this, because he attacked me on the tarmac at Air Force One, uh, said that I was a nervous guy and a neurotic. You find me to be a nervous- Who said that?
2: Trump. When? This afternoon. Oh my God. So I must live in a bubble. So- Where did he say you were a nervous? He per- was
1: boarding a plane, I guess. He was at, a, or he was heading to the helicopter or something. He was at the White House. He said that I was a nervous guy and I'm a an neurotic guy. And I had said things that were, used bad judgment in the White House and that he's not a fan of mine. He's not a fan. All the typical stuff that he says. So but do you think I'm a nervous how did guy this become a, public knowledge? He said it at the, on, on, in a press spray at the White House in front of the White House correspondents.
2: Oh, okay. So this was yeah. like, was not in... Someone asked
1: him about me, and okay. he said that I'm a nervous guy and neurotic.
2: No, I think you are hyper, but you're not nervous.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've ever been nervous about anything. So this, I find that weird. No,
2: you're a hyper person. Yeah, you have a lot of energy. I'm hyper because
1: mm-hmm. I got a lot to do. You know, we're uh, we're building our business and raising our family, but. I just, no, out, I, just, I just want to point out.
2: Unfortunately, it's weird that you're never nervous. Okay, but I, I
1: want to just point out that people. Because like, like when that a plane is, a is like good...
2: in severe turbulence, and I'm like, "We're going down," and you're like sleeping, right? Or yeah. whatever. I look like
1: I'm very nervous on TV. I know that. I know that. So I, that's where he must be getting it from. But mm-hmm. but what I find really funny about politicians, because he's now just the politician, is that they try to pick your strength, and they attack that. Like as an example, John Kerry was a decorated. Vietnam veteran. George mm-hmm. Bush stayed home, homeland, and he flew planes for uh, the National Guard. So they had, they attacked John Kerry's strength. They said he was a coward while he was being decorated as a war veteran. Remember the swift boat thing? You probably vaguely remember oh, it yeah, in 2008. Oh, yeah. And so, so, so to me, they always picked— This Mitt, was
2: before I was entrenched in politics. Yes, yes. Sorry about so, that. Yeah. Mitt,
1: Mitt Romney, uh, very honest guy, high e- ethics, high integrity— he gave some woman cancer in Michigan. So this is the oh, way yeah, they, they move on mm-hmm. you, and then what happens is you get frozen because when your strength is being attacked in an Ann Hottman way, your personal identity is tied to your strengths, not your weaknesses. Your your weaknesses you accept if you're smart and you're well, able. Well, because it
2: makes you question your strengths. Like maybe yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, exactly. My That's strength. like
1: with with Beto with the hand movements and stuff like that. So, but I mean, what's weird about Trump? is that so far he hasn't laid a glove on me. I mean, I, I find that the uh, the attack on me isn't so virulent, if you will.
2: Well, what is he? What I don't is know he? going to say.
1: So, I mean, I, I tweeted out after that. I said, so I guess the next thing is I begged him like a dog for a job, and then I'm short or something like that. I mean, what else is he going to say? I'm the dumbest person on Wall Street, you know, stuff like this. Let <laughs> me, let me me Let me read you an imaginary Trump tweet oh that was God. sent to me. This is, like, really fun. Uh, this is from John Dorsey. So we'll I feel like move.
2: we're having like a postmortem. Like right. I feel like we're we're taking apart no. the um, no, no, anatomy, Jim Apple anatomy okay. of a cadaver. Little, right little
1: now. Anthony Scaramucci, who was fired like a dog because of his potty mouth, is the dumbest man on Wall Street. He calls Trump every morning. While I hate watch Morning Joe in my tidy whities my internal polling numbers suck. But more towers and racist tweets. Will fix everything. Mm-hmm. Help. Mm-hmm. I think it's really funny. I it mean, is the, point, funny. the point is, that's. You,
2: you know why it's funny? Because yeah, be, it could have come straight from Trump and I would have believed it.
1: Yeah, I should probably send that out on my uh, no. Twitter feed. No, that's why I'm I keep kidding. telling I'm you. Kidding. I'm not doing Let's
2: that. just move on from. All right, let's this. move on. Okay, so we let's go to another topic. Let's
1: go to our friend Chris Cuomo.
2: Yeah, so this okay. is another person, right? High integrity guy. Yeah. Father. Um, You know, was very well regarded, highly respected man. Mm
1: -hmm. Brothers, the governor of New York. Brothers,
2: the governor of New York. I think they're Mm -hmm. all trying to do something positive to um, make this place a little bit better of a place to live. And there's always one jerk that if it was my son, I would take him by his ear into the corner and give him the business because... He's obviously looking for a fight. He was baiting Chris by calling him Fredo in a public setting in front of his family. And, you know, someone says it to you once, someone says it to you twice, you let it roll. But when it keeps happening, um, and this is a very, very volatile environment we live in, so obviously that person probably was diametrically opposed to him politically, so figured he'd get his goat. But I... I feel bad for Chris because these if it happens to you 10 times on the 10 times, sometimes you flip out because you can't take it anymore. Like when my kids are screaming for 10 minutes, the first 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, I could deal with this. And then the 11th minute, I'm like, okay, enough, like it's enough. And that's what happens. People lose it. And we're in a world of phones with cameras and video cameras. So he caught him. Yelling at him. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an
0: anchor on CNN. Um, much- Fredo is from the Godfather. He was that weak brother. Isn't that your And they use though? it as an Italian aspersion.
2: You know, he probably also... We all come from something, not to be, again, too psychological, but trigger. I'm sure trigger. there's a trigger there mm-hmm. because of his dad and his brother. I and think I'm it's sure racist people say, thing say things to him honest. about mm-hmm. that, and it got him pissed. And he reacted like a human being. And I don't think... If he wants to apologize for his language or whatever, that's fine. But he didn't really do anything that's so terrible. Right. So well, well, I our, support him. Our
1: good friend Sean Hannity that was on this show supported him.
2: I support him. Mm-hmm. I support mm-hmm. him. I think he's human and it happens. So, All, right. All right. So Trump you, is— uh, You and I both know about getting busted on tape. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. So Trump is— uh, I mean, him. not like Kim Kardashian tape-ish. Yeah. But.
1: Uh, yeah, although that would have made us probably more famous than even the Orange Maniac. Okay, well, the best uh, is Anthony's Chris- on
2: the keto diet— and our little guy didn't you know he was tra- talking to somebody and he told them that his dad was on the Cheeto diet which you know, is even funny because I was because on of, the
1: I was on the Cheeto diet I tried to convert it to keto No
2: but it's just so funny cuz that's like right. the, the Donald Trump symbolism Right I have a tattoo the- on my
1: ass that says exit only <laughs> Right Right I definitely do and I'm Not my floor, that there's anything wrong floor, with it that it says incoming <laughs> um so would oh, Chris Cuomo be God. given a red flag for his recent oh, yeah, rant? Yeah, you
2: just dropped everything.
1: Filthy language and a red flag a, from whom? You know, like these are these red flag laws. If you're crazy, Oh, people God, him, no. Okay. okay, this is this is the Trumpster. Would Chris Cuomo be given a red flag for his recent rant, filthy language, and a total loss of control? He wouldn't be allowed to have any weapon. He's nuts. So this, and then he's wow, tweeting. Wow,
2: he is such an instigator. Right,
1: then he's tweeting about our intelligence has informed us that the Chinese government is moving troops to the border with Hong Kong. So in one sentence, he's ad hominously attacking a fellow citizen, and then in the next sentence, he's talking about the situation in China. And this is why people get upset. You know, Trump like, is crazy. Yeah, well, well we know amen. that. All right, so white supremacists threatened a shooting at the Walmart. Twenty six year old white supremacist. Tucker Carlson says there's no white supremacy in the country. It's a total hoax. Uh,
2: uh, by the way, we were watching uh news over the weekend mm-hmm. and I blocked this all out now because it's just all like ba bom But someone on I think it was on Donnie Deutsch. Oh, I think Donnie Deutsch was saying that he didn't truly believe Tucker Carlson was um thought that. Mm-hmm that it was an act and, it, you know, that there's mm. some, you know, theatrics to news. Mm. And I'm like, there's mm. n- there's no freaking way he definitely believes that. Okay. he's in an- Tucker Carl- Carlson, I don't care if he has kids or not. Obviously, you can have 20,000 kids and be a maniac. Look at Donald Trump. It doesn't matter that you have kids. It doesn't mean you know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? It doesn't make you a good person. There are people that do terrible things that have children. So that's not a good rationale to why someone actually wouldn't think or say or do something Stupid or bad, so Tucker Carlson. I think that's a hoax. Don't you believe that he thinks there are?
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know him that well, but I mean, I think he's saying it on TV. I have to take him at his word that he thinks it's a hoax. But there's just a lot of evidence. So out what does he call the people
2: that are in the Ku Klux Klan? They're not white supremacists.
1: Um, I don't know. What I are guess, they? I guess he thinks they're that extreme
2: they're, conservatives. I don't know.
1: Maybe he's going to wear a hood to the Republican convention. I I have no idea. But I just think that. The evidence is there, and there's got to be some level of objectivity. We can't curve the news and twist the narrative to fit something that doesn't really Well, we exist, were having an interesting—I you know
2: mean? I don't know if you want to talk about this. You can cut me off at the no, pass no, if you don't. But we were no, having no, no, an interesting ahead. conversation with somebody who is um, pretty well-known, but super smart and very thoughtful, mm-hmm. and totally down the middle as a human versus someone who— goes 50-50 mm-hmm. or one way or the other on, as a poli- on mm-hmm. politics. So we were having this really cerebral conversation with him, and he happens to be African-American, and he was saying that he gets how people who are uh, Caucasian or they were born in this country or whatever, they want to celebrate their heritage. He said that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shouldn't be deemed as racist. Mm-hmm. But I, we were talking about how when it starts getting into a dangerous dangerous territory where they don't yeah. want anyone else around yeah. or they want to hurt other people, that's when it gets very iffy, very and weird. Inci- very but insightful It's very insightful because he was saying that most other groups are allowed to have like something that um celebrates them as a people or shows their pride as a people. but when when white people do it, they said they get labeled as racist or supremacist. And I, you know, I agreed with that in many ways, but, you know, when you start running around and you want to, like, take everybody else out, that's a whole different story. That is racist. But that was an interesting way to look at it, you know? Yeah,
1: because he celebrates Especially from a
2: non-white perspective. Yeah,
1: he celebrates his heritage. He has no problem with other people celebrating their heritages, but why do we have to— Preach hate while we're doing it. That's why I I get that. So it was very
2: thoughtful.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Let's go to the Democrats.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So anybody inspiring you there? Anybody impressing you?
2: No, unfortunately. Okay. Because this is where I sit right now. Um, I like a lot of Trump's policies especially Mm -hmm. as it relates to the markets before this whole tariff blow-up, which now he changed the goalposts again. He moved the date again That's why there's no
1: investment capital, because of the lack of predictability about the tariffs.
2: Right. So a lot of the things um, economically I I really do appreciate and understand, and I think he's doing a great job in many ways with that stuff. But um, I would really love to not vote for him again. Mm
0: -hmm. However...
2: I cannot see myself going and voting for, like, an Elizabeth Warren or a Bernie Sanders because that is just way too left for me. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who it's going to be because I think Joe Biden is slipping a little bit. He just seems, like, not on his game. So I would love to vote for somebody like Joe Biden if it was him five years ago or seven years ago when he was, Mm -hmm. like, a whippersnapper. But now I feel like that ship has sailed. So time will tell. We still have 15 months. I don't really know. But... I just well, wish Michael Bloomberg would run. I wish.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, you yeah, know he's r- ruled it out, so it's not going to happen. But, but you know there is a scenario. It's less than five percent that the president doesn't run.
2: Doesn't run.
1: Yeah. Less than five percent. But it's, it's oh, a less scenario. than five percent. That yeah. would never happen. Nineteen out of twenty. He's, he's the biggest running.
2: egomaniac. He has never no, given some, up on anything some, in his life. Some,
1: some things could happen, and. uh, uh it could it could alter the landscape. Okay. Uncle Neil's asking me, will I definitely not vote for Trump? No, see, that's I the didn't thing. Say that. We, I, I'm we would vote, vote for, somebody. for him if we need to. I got to vote but, for somebody. I'm going to vote, as I've always voted in these elections, for the lesser of the two evils. If right, it's exactly. Bernie that's Sanders. It's Bernie Sanders. No way you can vote for that. You don't want socialism in the country. Um, I we got would never spite ourselves pre- yeah, of
2: to, yeah, I'm, I'm to a, give him the business. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, We're yeah, not going to ruin the country. Oh, so that, My,
1: our votes aren't going to matter here in the state of New York because right, the Electoral blue, College blue victory baby. is going to go to the blue the blue candidate. But mm-hmm. um, I'm a person that will tell you the truth. I, I'm not ruling out voting for President Trump. I'm just saying I th- wish he would stop. I'm going to say the same thing I said before the Twitter fight started, which is I wish the guy would cut it out. There's no reason for this. There's no reason for racist tweets coming from the Oval Office. just no reason for it. So cut it out. If he doesn't cut it out, though, I do predict that there is a 5% chance, not more than that, maybe less than that, of an intervention where a group of senior leadership in the Republican Party says, okay, it's going a bridge too far.
2: Too big, a bunch of weenies. Too many
1: carrots, right? Yeah. So I'll be the only person that's speaking out openly, even though all these weenies run to the journalists and say, he's crazy. I'll be the
2: only yeah, one speaking out it'll openly. will just be like the person who sent the letter a year ago or however many months ago. Like if that person spoke up, if you spoke up, if uh, everyone joined in that really had an opinion, then things would change. But no one will do that because it's that whole shepherd, that whole sheep. Mentality, we just yeah. follow the herd, well, and you know you've
1: seen that in other power structures. Unfortunately, where you're the black sheep. Fear-based, you know. I was with a group. Or today.
2: fortunately, I don't know. Sometimes it's great. I don't Sometimes know if I'm the it's... black
1: sheep, the white sheep, the gray sheep. I don't know what. I think I am, we need was... to
2: change the um, intro to our podcasts now that you've you know it's like the narrative is really. I'm, st- I'm still conservative. I just <laughs> no. think
1: the guy's whacked. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold back on that. But but here's the thing. In Lebanon, mm-hmm. you can't say anything because the leadership will try to destroy your business or the leadership will try to undermine you or they'll cancel one of your governmental contracts mm-hmm. you know? and so in a weird way he synthetically created that through the demagoguery meaning okay here's the deal if you're with me you can't say one sentence one syllable right. away astray. from it, right you, can't if, go you know so it's it's a blind obligation. Which is very different from loyalty. Mm. Loyalty is when you tell me oh, to put I think the. It's probably a I love more, you, but can you put the phone down and pay attention to it's Nick?
2: Probably a little more genuine loyalty. Yeah, than, loyalty you know. is more
1: genuine than blind obeisance. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Okay, let's keep going. Never uh, knew that word before. The 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 Blasio is uh, drawing 15 attendees in Iowa. <laughs> uh, the New Yorkers are spending, you know, I think it's a million over a million dollars now on a security detail while he's in Iowa in places like New Hampshire and South Carolina. And uh, what do you think?
2: I don't think we even need to waste two minutes about him because he's obviously a non-issue. He's not going anywhere. Nothing's happening with him, and he should just call it quits, and we should move on. Talk about lack of self-awareness. Right. Amen. Okay. Uh, what it, but we woke up first before we the firestorm of tweets from Trump about you. We woke up to the Epstein Yeah. Mm-hmm. News, we were in California, but he somehow managed to come off suicide watch in that prison and managed to off himself. I don't know how. Okay, so and I don't know if we'll ever really know. I don't
1: think we'll ever really know, but the, the way it seems like, but it if happened, we listen
2: to Trump, it was Bill and Hillary.
1: Yeah, well, see, that's the stuff that you have to say is like sort of crazy. I mean, I don't believe that, but but he what he did though is he he uh he tied a shoe <laughs> around his neck. And then he, oh, well, that and then he, laugh
2: sounds like she could kill somebody. All right, all right. She Wait, didn't kill anybody. Wait, what happened? He put no, he shoes... It, this no, is, he bo- this is very
1: tied a sheet graphic, to the, I'm bed, sorry. the bedpost, wrapped it around his neck, and then he leaned in a certain way okay, and oh. used the blunt okay.
2: Okay. catapulting F- on his, all leg, right, snap nice. his neck. All right,
1: nice. Okay, okay whatever. I'm telling you how it happened. I don't... You know, look, that's what they're saying. You know, look, I mean, it's a it's a morbid situation, so... Um, The the point being is that they have to continue to investigate it and they have to try to get some kind of satisfaction or relief for the victims, you know. Well,
2: he has an estate and tons of money, yeah. He owns so, like half of St. Thomas, mm-hmm. so hopefully so, that
1: will come down and hopefully that will uh, see.
2: This just goes to show you that other mm-hmm. than being able to provide and feed and have some health care for your family, money and all that means bupkis, yeah, of
1: course. FBI is media monitoring. They're worried about mass shootings. By the way, shootings.
2: Trump didn't know him either, even though he went on his plane twenty-seven times. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. He had no idea who he was. He's not a fan. Right. So he's not a fan of mine. He's not a fan of Jeff Epstein. Doesn't know. He not has a no fan idea. of Rex Tillerson. He made him the secretary. Doesn't of State. know who Michael Cohen not is. A fan. Michael Cohen was just one of many lawyers that he had, even though they sat right next to each other. And Michael worked for him diligently for ten years. Um, and it's the same thing over and over again. But I mean, most of the guys in New York that work with him in business said this, I should have taken heat. Okay, let's go to the FBI social media monitoring. They're monitoring against mass shootings. They're taking away your civil liberties if they're doing that. You're okay with that?
2: I'm sorry. I was too busy looking at a picture of you on Instagram. What happened? Was
1: it an unflattering picture? Or what was it?
2: Yeah, you look nuts. I look nuts, Wait, of so course.
1: trying to take uh, unflattering Wait, pictures. Wait, so what did you, like what did you ask me? me? No, no, what did so you part. ask me? No, uh no, the FBI is uh, monitoring social media.
2: Okay. I think they should. Okay. A lot of these people that have done these things, these mm-hmm. shootings they set have it up set, on set social it online media, right? okay. and even um All right, so I'm sort know. of in
1: agreement with you on that. I don't think it violates anybody's social or civil liberties. Listen, Maybe if I you I sign up for a-
2: these Social right. media platforms, you right. know, people are looking at that. Right. and obviously, people don't care because they're like, "I ate a taco." Right. I have a lump on my vagina. You know, they write, they type, and right. post was, every single thing she that has wasn't no lumps me. On her no, I just wanted to report that. I also didn't eat a taco because I will never eat meat again after seeing that New York Post chicken wing video.
1: Right, where the, so I haven't the had wing chicken had or nerve meat endings th- that were firing, and yeah, it yeah like and the left thing left crawled off, the, off
2: the, the table. So if, if something yeah. shoots out of your vagina, you're going to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I haven't eaten meat in three weeks, so I didn't eat a taco. But what else are we talking? about? Okay, Jeff Epstein. Yeah, so I love boobs. I do. That's the only meat I'll eat. Boobs. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, mean, not we're definitely really. going
1: to get ratings over of that. Yeah. We I mean, talk yeah, about sex exactly at some point. Reason, so all right. So um, <laughs> okay. Um,
2: so what else? Oh, let's see. Maybe you're a cat. By the way,
1: are you a cat or a dog Cats person? Cats
2: ignore humans.
1: So, that so makes I'm me always like,
2: aunt, aunt, ant, And you're off in space, so and maybe so a park cat.
1: You're not a cat? You're a dog?
2: I'm definitely a dog.
1: Okay, tell me why.
2: Because I like love affection, Scratching, snuggling, playing. Eating. Eating. You like to? Have, Cats like chill by themselves. And you like to
1: do your, your duty in a certain territorial space?
0: <laughs> he I is like, a sick puppy.
2: Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that, but yeah.
1: All right, so so to me okay I think we got a lot going on I'm looking through our rundown uh, supplied to you by Uncle Neil did a great job here Neil yeah there's Uncle a Neil. lot going on okay you've got there's so many things we sexual couldn't depravity even ever- you've got presidential bullying you've got presidential uh, uh, Crazy what behavior the, that's causing people to boycott them. You've got uh, what about the people menopause? calling Chris Cuomo Fredo, which is a total setup. What about setup?
2: delaying menopause by twenty years? The, I wonder how the, people would feel about that. How
1: do you how do you do it?
2: It's a surgical procedure. So what does that mean? Well, it's being done in England. I don't know. They've only tried it on like ten people, but basically they remove a piece of your ovaries. I guess that's well, and what... then
1: they reimplant it. I see, and that'll right, and that will restore the patient's younger natural mm-hmm. hormones. The problem is, no one knows what kind of effects the procedure will have. As time got, goes by, and no one will know for several decades. Huh? I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, it's not going to kill you. So if you're, what's the worst that could happen?
1: I'm sort of embarrassed by this, but I'm going to just okay, let you guys what, know. What, you're that. in male menopause? I'm not in male menopause. No wear, no thong. <laughs> but, but my my oldest son, well, you know, he likes being private, and so will will give out his name. But my oldest son asked I'm sure me. Google, um, <laughs> I'm sure they
2: have Google, FYI. I'm sure they could find out his name. Uh,
1: Tim Apple. My oldest son <laughs> is uh, uh, texting me, have I ever tried cool sculpting?
2: Oh, yeah. No, remember I was talking to him about it.
1: Oh, you were talking to him about LA, it. In oh, LA, okay. I said
2: to him. Okay,
1: I was like, I looked it I up. I mean, it's like you freeze your I asked him if he knew any
2: place where I could go to remove my cellulite, and he was telling me all about cool sculpting. Okay. See, again, know, you okay. were ignoring us in I, the car I, on the way to Bill Maher. No, no I swear. You of, were too busy doing I, cameos.
1: Those are fun. Mm. Cameo.com. You can look me up for a hundred dollars. I'll say stuff. You know to what
2: you. song I'm gonna play for Anthony when he walks in the house? Cats in the Cradle. Maybe that'll resonate. Oh,
1: that's a that's a that's a good one. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> we'll, talk that one. we'll talk about that. offline we'll talk about that offline, How much that hurts. But this point,
2: oh really? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I that's take it back. That one. Oh, you are. A little bit. It's okay. Oh my God, I had no You'll idea. You'll the
1: tissue. That's so. It's gonna be rough here. Um, a oh little God. nervous. Rewind today. the tape. Delete um, that. No, it's all good. Dragging um, their testicles on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just just shooting stuff out left and right now. <laughs> so, um, uh, cool sculpting. Would you try it? Yes. You would. Yeah, I, just, I mean, it's FDA I wanted, approved and everything like that, right?
2: Yeah, basically, all it is is just. Well, what the hell am I doing like on cold, keto then? Let's go back
1: to Cheeto. It's and like we'll just cold, use cold sculpting. gel
2: on your, you know, problem areas.
1: But they don't put it anywhere near your uh, pee-pee or anything like that, right?
2: Unless you have like cellulite on no, your pee-pee. No, I don't have any
1: cellulite on my pee-pee, but I do have it, you know. No, you place. don't have, ci- Men don't have don't cellulite. Men don't have cellulite. But I have, I have, Extra- man, we could use some cool sculpting apparently. So, um, one last question before we <laughs> Maybe he saw you this weekend and thought
2: go. you looked so good. Maybe he thought you already did cool sculpting.
1: Okay, so that's what Bill Moore said. That's like really funny. That was exactly what Bill Moore said.
2: What did he say? Did you do cool sculpting?
1: No, Bill Moore said, come on, you you know, you know you handle yourself great. It's got to be irritating to him. It's got to always be about him. That's what Bill Moore said. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He went after Bill Moore. He went after me. I love Bill He went Bill after Moore. Maggie Haverman. He went after Joe Biden. He went after Donnie Deutsch. Remember? He went after Donnie Deutsch.
2: Not on Saturday. Yes, he did Saturday. Sunday,
1: v- Sunday. yeah, he viciously attacked. Because
2: Saturday yeah. is the show. Sun- yeah, Saturday is a, night is Donnie good news
1: George. is we've normalized this and people expect it. So let's see where it goes now. I don't know if that's good now. news. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, it's just the commander-in-chief dogging out all mm-hmm. the citizens of his country mm-hmm. that helped him win. Mm-hmm. But anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all good. We're moving on. So
2: that's the thing that everybody needs to know, that we're not home crying in the basement or anything. No. we I mean, on. this is
1: actually, I mean, the weird part for sort me of is it's actually. has been liberating. Yeah. It's been liberating and a lot of fun. I mean, I, I, I actually enjoy the fight. So, I mean, I'm a happy warrior. Ding.
2: Where did, who said that the other day? Happy warrior.
1: I think Bill said it, right? Bill Moore said it. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he said, Here he is, the happy warrior. Oh, yeah, that's what he yeah, called it. As, as he introduced yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, because yeah, I don't care. I'm in for the fight. I mean, I'm in. I mean, Bill Moore, I'm getting. I probably, if I go back on the show, i probably get cheered now. I get booed every time I come on the show. But I'm not changing my <laughs> principles or my conservative orthodoxy. I'm just telling people what I think. I'm socially to the left, love all people, and we got to be smart. But the Republicans are way more fiscally imprudent now than even the Democrats. I mean, they're running the deficit through the roof. Oh, Obama. imprudent.
2: Yeah, imprudent, Yeah. Yeah.
1: The Obama was at least trying to cut the deficit. You know what I mean? So. But Anthony really is a good guy. Well oh, well, maybe may, maybe that was last week. Now he's not a fan. You know what I mean? It's like crazy, right? So, what else, baby? Anything else you want to say? Nah. Yep. Having a good time? Yep. You look you look very schlup. The cheekbones are protruding. I must say you look very hot in the bi- the bikini the other day. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going in for cold sculpting now that I said Me too. Find a place for us. Sexual escapades. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Find a a place for us and we'll come back. Do I hear like, oh, was that you panting?
1: No, no, I'm not panting. I was just going to say the only good news (laughs) about this whole week, I'm getting more collusion and less obstruction. So this is good. Okay.
2: Nice. Mm -hmm. See ya. Okay, no, seriously. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, we'll be back. So we'll see you next Tuesday. (laughs) And um, Anthony's on social media like a madman, so check him out.
1: Okay, I'll be off social media now for the next week. I'm putting it in a lockbox. Right. Just call me when the president tweets about me so I can fire back. All All right. right? See you
2: next week.